Hey, did you hear that? Yeah. Live oh. streaming. I mean, on YouTube and everything? Not yet. Okay. I've got to click. Now you're on. Now I am. So we're just naturally. That's awesome. Well, we're live. It works. Sometimes I don't actually have to click go live over on the YouTube side. So welcome, everybody. It is Tuesday night. It is 9 o'clock. We may be off by about five minutes, but that's pretty good for us. <laughs> so uh, welcome to the Get Off My Lawn podcast. We, uh, we've done a couple of these, and we are, for the second week in a row, working off of uh, GunTube.org, the, uh, the GunTube chamber. If you've not yet been to GunTube.org, you need to check that place out. It is, uh, it's owned and operated by our friend Nightstrike, and uh, he developed an entire server and a place to host videos that you cannot get kicked off of. As long as there's nothing X-rated, you can't get kicked off of it. Um, and... Uh, Gun videos, disassembly videos, reassembly videos, shooting videos, anything like that are welcome on GunTube.org. So, um, so yeah, we uh, we we figured it out. It took me way less time this week than it did last week to figure out how to make it run. And uh, you may notice we have got an extra uh, face showing up here on our chat that we don't normally get to see. So. Uh, we will introduce our guests here real quick. Um, first and foremost, I will uh, I'll introduce the guy that you you he's no stranger to these chats. He is holding it down across the uh, the other side of the state of Nebraska here from me. And uh, Travis P eleven, we'll let you say hi real quick. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, make sure you check out my channel, Travis P one one, over on YouTube. And thank you for the invite. Yeah. Glad to be part of this. Absolutely. Yep. Thanks for being here. And then. Um, yep. This man needs no introduction, but we're going to go ahead and introduce him anyway. So uh, if you have ever heard of a show on uh, History Channel called Top Shot, and if you love that show as much as I have, then you've probably seen this face quite a bit. Uh, we've got Mr. Dustin Ellerman. Dustin was on the third season of Top Shot, and uh, you did pretty well for yourself, it looked like. It worked out well. It worked out well. Uh, Dustin actually won the competition that year. So uh, welcome, Dustin. Thanks for uh, taking some time and, and joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Um, so real quick, if you, uh, if you just want to tell, um, tell everybody, there may be a few people that, that never got to see Top Shot and don't know what that's all about. So if you want to just kind of real quick introduce yourself uh, as you would normally introduce yourself to you know, just about anybody. Um, we'll give you a few minutes just to just to kind of bring everybody up to speed on on who you are. Normal introduction. I guess it, it depends on which hat I'm wearing that day because <laughs> I, I got a lot of things going on. But uh, I guess my primary day job is I work and live at a summer Christian kids camp. And so that was just where I came from before I was thrown into the gun industry. And, uh, you know, uh, Top Shot, it, it, it heard some of the other guys joke is like it's not a drinking show, but uh, yeah, with, with shooting competition, reality-based TV show, I just went to play with somebody else's guns and ammo for free and ended up winning the thing. And uh, yeah, then a lot of other opportunities came. So yeah, just staying busy and having fun. That's awesome. That is cool. All right, so uh, so we actually went through and uh, we asked a few people for for some questions for you. Um, and kind of what's going to happen here, well, I've got a few questions written down that, that I want to ask you, and then um, we're going to also just let people out in the chat uh, ask some questions as well. So uh, those of you out on YouTube, if, if you have any questions for, for Dustin, go ahead and uh, put those in the chat. And if you want to uh, tag either Travis or myself, um, we'll make sure that we see those. If you don't know how to tag us, you put the at symbol in front of our name and then spell our name directly as it appears out there in the chat. So uh, real quick, uh, before we get into questions, I do want to welcome everybody uh, on the YouTube side that's joined us. So uh, first and foremost is uh, my hot date for life. My co-pilot here uh, in the studio, Sandhill Sweetheart, is uh, in the chat. And 
She's just off my left shoulder where you don't get to see her. Uh, we've got uh, Mr. Boob Sweat out there. We've got Gun Yeah, I know. Gun Loving Grandpa. Uh, Blitz is out there. We've got Jay Brown. Uh, who else do we have out there in the chat? Seven Wonders. New York Outcast. Ozzy Osbourne's in the house. Not, uh, not the singer guy, the holster guy. And general relativity. So hello, everybody so far that's joining us. If you're watching on YouTube, please drop a comment in the chat so we uh, we get a chance to see you and say hi because my wife always compiles a list. And uh, um, I get to thank everybody for, for coming by later. So uh, make sure you, you let us know what's going on. Also, before I forget this, um, I am going to drop a PayPal link in the chat and this is not Dustin's PayPal link it is mine however if anybody I can't talk and type at the same time if anybody wants to uh, donate any money to camp his way uh, or the marksmanship marksmanship camp that Dustin hosts and works at uh, you can drop that into PayPal I would say super chat but the problem is we get so few super chats and so little ad revenue that super chats won't actually get paid back out until probably sometime after the first of the year and i don't want to wait that long so anybody that wants to give any money toward any of dustin's ministries please use the paypal link that i dropped out there in the chat paypal.me slash sandhill shooter and uh just comment in there that it is for dustin or for top shot or for camp his way anything like that and i will make sure that all of those funds get sent down to texas and dustin gets to use those however he sees fit for his ministry. So thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Um, all righty. And real quick here, the first question I had was from the Facebook side. Uh, Matt out there, friend of mine, uh, wanted to know, and I've I almost had that pulled up. I've got it on my phone. I knew I had it somewhere. All right. So two questions actually. We'll we'll take this. I'm going to ask them both, and then you can kind of split them up and, and answer them. Uh, the best way that you see fit there. Uh, the first thing he said or asked is, at what age uh, is a good age to introduce your kids to gun safety? Mm -hmm. And then when would you introduce them to the great sport of shooting? Gotcha. Well, shoot, well, you know, gun safety starts as soon as they start moving around and touching things. <laughs> hey, we don't touch that yet. And it's just a constant, you know, reiteration. And you guys know it's, you know, you got to take the curiosity part out of it. And uh, it's the right time to do it and the wrong. I mean, my girls are in, in a, you know, around me just today. And, and they're, you know, I'm cleaning some rifles and they're like, can I touch the green one? And they're talking about my reloading press. And so they always ask, I make sure, you know, what, what's on around it is like, yeah, you can pull the lever. So nothing happens, but you know, it, it's just the part of the same thing of, uh, of course they know not to touch the guns, but we just take it a little further and don't mess up my stuff. That's a good reason why. But, uh, so as soon as they can start touching and talking, you know, it's that shooting is, um, it, it, well, there is no magical age because every kid's different. And so you, you got to use your own wisdom and judgment there. Um, my seven-year-old now has only gone out to the range like twice. She loves it, but she just hadn't asked much. And, you know, but, but she was a natural, she hit a, was it a golf ball or a dum-dum at 50 yards open sight rascal. I was floored, but at the same time, she didn't call which one she was shooting. So it's not an official is <laughs> like, were you really going for it? Anyway, um, <laughs> Uh, my five-year-old hasn't started yet, but my, you know, my uh, other two boys probably did start around five with a, well, you start baby steps, you know, pellet rifle first to make sure they get some good fundamentals down. And then I just love those uh, starting. We have six of the Savage Rascals we use at Marksman Camp. And when you suppress something like that, it sure makes it unintimidating. But I remember when uh, well, Gideon's a little, almost 11 now, first time I took him to the range, he didn't really care about shooting as much as he liked running the bolt. And so he, I got to shoot and he ran the little savage bolt for me. He just loved the, you know, the mechanics of it. And so they each got their own little, uh, you know, interest or not, but uh, yeah, it's, it's your own judgment and wisdom as, as and when they're ready. See, Sandhills and I do that when we deer hunt. He usually, you know, he'll manipulate the bolt. I'm like just sitting there holding the gun and he's like, he's not only a spotter, but he's also the bolt operator. So yeah. 
No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> there's a second stream. Yeah, I've been told there's a second stream on YouTube, and I don't know how I got two streams. Oh, cool. But that could be why I didn't get the go live button on on this one. So give me just a second. Um, never, never cross the streams. <laughs> never cross the streams. Now, I do have um, another question here. This one comes from uh, my wife, actually. Uh, and she wanted me to ask you, Dustin, um, what is the uh, the best thing and also the worst thing that has come from, from being on TV? So <laughs> I'll give you a chance to answer those while I one? investigate this stream thing going on because, you know, good old live entertainment here. We don't ever know what the heck we're doing. Gotcha. So the best thing that's happened, I guess I, I'm kind of living with my childhood dream of being thrown in the gun industry and being able to just, you know, I remember someone giving me a pile of the old American rifleman magazines when I was a young teenager. And I was just like, man, how cool would it be to be able to get the new cool guns first and, and, uh, and play with them. And so, yeah, you know, that, that, that's, that's come about now. <laughs> and so, you know, childhood dream there of playing with the new toys all the time. And the worst thing about it, I guess, sometimes, well, it, it, I guess it's it, it's a good and bad thing where locally, especially, I can't go anywhere without somebody recognizing me. <laughs> and that's got that's 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 a cool part. But then at other times, it's like I, I just want to go buy bread and go home. <laughs> well, and that makes some sense too. Um, okay, so I think what we need to do here is i think i see what happened i tried to build two chats and they're both they're both live right now so how the heck do i stop one of them that i don't know if you go into your youtube studio beta and then That's go on, like under lives lives are both of those episodes listed yeah but it won't let me delete them now so well, let's just go with it who cares <laughs> you can always delete that episode Whatever. Later i made one of i made one of them yeah. private so we'll see what happens there. But yeah, the only thing I is I'm, I'm worried that we don't have the right. Um, I'm worried that we don't have all the, all the comments and stuff coming in is the only thing. So. Okay. Well, good. Hopefully everybody comes over. I did change that other one to private. So maybe uh, see, we're learning things as we go here. This is great. I'm never going to get a, uh, we're going to get another guest on this thing, but that's okay. I just made one before. private. So those of you who got kicked off the other stream, uh, that is a learning experience for yours truly. So welcome everyone who wasn't here before. And uh, now you can all chat in the same chat. So now at least I get to see what's going on out there. Hey, my buddy John Z's in the house. So, all right, cool. Patriots out there, 10X shooters, dangerous freedom. We got some people joining us. Okay, cool. We're back on track, kids. All right. Um, I'm kind of curious, too. This is kind of similar, maybe, but but still completely different in my mind, Dustin. Um, one of the things that uh, I don't know that I struggle with it, but one of the concerns that I have, even though our YouTube channel and our Facebook page, they're, they're very, very tiny. Uh, we don't get a lot of exposure, and, and I have yet to be you know, recognized or, or anything like that. But um, one of the, and, and, but I want to and see that's the thing I've really got to guard myself between uh, chasing after some fame mm. and and trying to keep you know keep not really keep grounded that's not an issue yet but um, you know I I want to have those experiences um, and I, I know everybody says that until it happens and then, like you said you just want to go to the store but um, what. What do you do? Maybe this isn't an issue for you that much, but um, especially where everything that you do, even even the things that are gun related, you um, you don't do them for you. You try to do them for your ministry and and try to use even the the fame that you've that you've gained. Um, you know, you you try to uh, to let God use that for the things that He wants, not so much the things that Dustin wants. And how do you kind of keep that separate? And and keep your head in the right in the right mindset. I guess that's the question I have for you. Or is that maybe not an issue for you, like it is for me? You know, I want people to like me, and and that's kind of the thing that I chase. 
Yeah, yeah, well, I, I have that people pleasing, you know, mentality too. Uh, I guess it, it when you said, you know, the things that you chase, it reminded me uh, my all-time favorite verse, just like for forever, was Psalms thirty-seven four. Um, it's delight yourself in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. And so, you know, before Top Shot. I'm trying to think how long I'd been doing stuff at camp. Uh, at least 10, 15 years, if you go all the way back to me starting here as a teenager. Um, and, you know, I, I just always saw as I had these dreams as a kid with stuff in anything doing it gun related, you know, being uh, in the military or FBI law, you know, some sort of bigger law enforcement or, like I said earlier, gun riders, stuff like that. Um, and, but I knew that's not really what God had for me. And, you know, the ministry here at the camp was what I should do. And so I delighted in doing that. And the thing with that verse, though, it's a two part verse when you're delighting yourself in the Lord. Okay. Well, your, your desires are what he wants for you. And so when he gives you the desires of your heart, well, when you're delighting in serving him, then he gives you the desires, but it, it aligns with his, you know, his desires too. And so the funny thing was just, you know, right after Top Shot, you know, uh, I had opportunities out to Wazoo and still do where, you know, as I, I did, I went and shot with the FBI out in Alexandria for a day. You know, I had an open invite to go train with the HRT crew. Um out in Florida, one of the guys that runs the military air force base is standing invite to, to go on halo jump with the special forces guys. Oh, wow. Um, you know, then helicopter hog hunting, thermal hog hunting, you know, all the shot show stuff. It just, you know, I'm a shooting editor for Texas fishing game now too. And, and so it was kind of like God just given everything, my, all my childhood desires uh, uh, is just like, Hey, here you go. But you know, it's, it, it didn't mean as much anymore. It didn't, I was happy with what I already did. You know, the producers on Top Shot saw what was going on while on the show and that I was doing good. And I was just like, well, you know, anything could happen <laughs> in the last episode. <laughs> or not. But there's like, this is going to change your life. This thing change. I was like, no, it's not. I'm, I'm, I finished this. I go back to camp and do my camp thing. But they were right. And uh, so. <laughs> did Did you get kind of maybe a little bit of a glimpse at, what it felt like to be David just a little bit um, when, you know, you're up against all these different Goliaths, right. In the shooting industry. And, and I mean, I, I don't, obviously this is the, the first time that you and I have, have, you know, ever actually interacted like this. Um, so, so I don't know you that well, but you don't strike me as somebody that, you know, thinks that, that he's all that. And so, that's kind of what I've always kind of thought when I, when I saw you on the show is that, you know, that's got to kind of be a little bit like, like how it felt to go up against a giant and then know that, you know, clearly you were meant to win the competition. You were meant to, to be put in the position that you're in now. Um, and I, and I don't make this so much, a you know, my chats usually don't, don't focus a whole lot on, on faith or religion, but I don't make a, a secret that we're Christians in our house. Um, so clearly God wanted you to be where you are. And, you know, I think that, that you're not fully yourself and you don't think that you did all that on your own either. Yeah. Uh, so, so I've kind of, you know, just always in my mind pictured you thinking, gosh, that's gotta be what that feels like to, you know, all, all I've got is just, you know, my skills that I pretty much taught myself and, and, uh, you know, the blessing of God to go and do well and, and spread his word. So. I never really thought of it as a David thing, but it just, I sure knew God's hand was in it. Yeah. You just look at the, the cast. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, next Navy SEALs, military guys of all branches, cool. federal firearms instructors, and, uh, you know, competition shooters and a Christian camp guy. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that's, that's cool. That was very cool. And, and I, after seeing the first two seasons of, of the show and then seeing the third season and, you know, watching that and seeing this kid, I mean, I'm older than you are, seeing this kid come through that uh, oh, Christian Camp. Oh, are you there? Am I uh, there? It's just fuzzing out, but I hear oh, you well. There we go. Okay. So, um, 
so just seeing seeing you come through, um, you kind of were a, a breath of fresh air. I I thought anyway to you know compared to some of the people that had been you know uh, in in military service or law enforcement um, or you know had been professional shooters things like that. Um, what I've always kind of appreciated is the the all around marksman, um, which you you proved that you are kind of this this type of person, but you know you you don't focus on just any one aspect and you're not the master of, of any shooting aspect, but at the same time, you're just, you know, you've studied marksmanship on a lot of different, different weapon platforms. You know, it sounds like most of your life. And uh, so you just, you just got good. Right. I mean, <laughs> well, studying it sounds a little more serious than I've ever thought of it. <laughs> just really just having I, fun. Yeah, I'm just a big kid that is still right. like having fun. You know, I've had people tell me all my life, you know, oh, you'll grow out of liking the shooting thing. <laughs> Jokes on them. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I hope that never happens to me. <laughs> and so I guess so, that's, that's what made it so much fun with Marksman Camp. Uh, you know, we have dedicated, you know, sessions where we're just shooting. And what I tell them is it's the truth. I just set up everything I wanted to do and they get to come play. You know, I wanted to go down our zip line uh, shooting. And so that's our, our night activity. We give them a paintball gun with a light and laser on it. We set up a bunch of targets down range and they just have, you know, have a hundred yard run where they just shoot while they fly. Is there and, an age limit on this camp, by the way? <laughs> our ticket to get in is, is bring a kid. That, that's, well, that's you go. I'll take you. you. <laughs> okay. It, You're it was, just a year or two below me, I think. Th so we're thanks. Go, so. Thanks. He's Dad. working the ball. No problem, son. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you see that? Uh, we have a super chat from we, Blitz and Patreon. The dark left a question too. Yep, I did actually see okay, that. Cool. Um, Blitz, right. thank you very much for the super chat. Five dollars super chat. I did say this. I think before a lot of people were in the chat. So if you would like to uh, donate some money, please go to PayPal.me/slash Sandhill Shooter. That five dollars for the super chat is amazing and um we will forward that on but we're not going to get that from google for quite some time the paypal money i can turn around and send that right down to dustin uh immediately so um we will uh anything from the rest of the week that or if you're watching this on replay if it's a couple of years later and you want to hit us on paypal.me just put in the comments uh that you want it to go to uh marksmanship camp or, or top shot dustin ellerman uh, camp his way any of those things we'll make sure that that dustin gets them as they come in but um we do appreciate the the super chat so the question that uh blitz had out there um what do you do or or what do you use to center yourself when you've got some high pressure shots uh coming up or you're in a high pressure situation um how do you calm yourself down what what technique do you use i think is what he wants to know Hmm. I'm saying, well, prayer was the main one on Top Shot. I remember that because <laughs> uh, I remember some of the times and just even what I was praying, like at that 50 BMG shot, we're shooting at 500 yards, moving target with 50 mile an hour winds. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just. I remember just praying, you know what, God, if it's been nine episodes, that's nice. You know, if you're done with me, I'm content, you know, pretty much resigned, you know, uh, but if you're not, I'm going to need a little help. And I could see a bigger purpose in what I was doing at that time. And so it was just like, you know, the scripture says, cast your burdens on him because he cares for you. Okay. I don't have to carry this. You know, it, God, if you want me to do good, it, you do it. <laughs> and so when I'm, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing when I'm in the moment, you know, now competition or just shooting and whatnot. But when I go back and watch stuff, you know, it's on video and whatnot. I can't remember what I was doing. I don't know. It's, uh, cameras are rolling a lot around here, though, whether it be marksman camp, you know, parents or whatever. But I just know as, as soon as I get up and draw, um, I, I, I just excel. You just hear that, that, that exhale of breath go out. And, uh, I don't know. That's just, that's just kind of my thing where it's, it almost annoys me when I see it on camera cause it's loud, <laughs> but I get, that's just how I settle in. Whatever works, just keep doing it as long as it's working. That's cool. Um, another, uh, viewer out there, Patriot in the dark, excuse me, who, uh, who has his own disability. Patriot uh, is a Marine who, uh, after he got out of the service, ended up losing 
uh, his vision. So Patriot is completely yeah. blind now. He wants to know uh, at the camp, do you support uh, kids with disabilities and what types of disabilities uh, can you accommodate at the camp? This oh, The reason, let me preface this. Look, Patriot yeah. is a licensed concealed carrier still. Uh-huh. So. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how, how, how that works <laughs> because that, that's just it. I haven't had much experience with it. I mean, I'm willing to help however, but I, I didn't uh, know if you, if you had yet. any kids coming through that, you know, um, had either physical disabilities or, or, uh, um, any mental disabilities. And, and, you know, if you have times that you, you host kids like that. So, uh, um, that are, you know, that are, they're facing some, some challenges compared to what most of us face when it comes to shooting. I'm trying to remember we had mild or moderate autistic, I think it is this past weekend. And, you know, it's just a little more hands-on and uh, just focus and everybody does good. So, uh, so yeah, we'll do whatever we can as long as everybody's safe. That's awesome. Uh, Dangerous Freedom out there wants to know how much time do you spend dry fire practicing? Well, not as much as I recommend. Uh, because <laughs> just, you know, you get busy. Um, I've just been really busy lately. And so uh, I do have a cert training pistol and I love those things. Uh, Mantis, uh, they make a, you know, that little Mantis X is a really cool device to work with as well. Um, That's just dry fire, you know, hybrid, but I do recommend it a lot. And and I know just my own personal students that have come through, you know, uh, I told them, Hey, before you waste a box of ammo, do 50 rounds at the range. And they're like, Oh my gosh, dude, I shoot so much better now. So if I'm doing a competition, shoot 80% of my practice will be dry fire, just getting ready for it. And it's a lot easier and cheaper. <laughs> cool. Do you, uh, we don't, we don't have any kids running around in our house, so it's different for us. I mean, we can, we can leave loaded pistols lying around on the coffee table or whatever around here. And yeah. It's, you know, totally safe for us. Um, until the cats learn how to work, uh, you know, get opposable <laughs> thumbs and learn how to work a slide, we're good. But um, do you find it harder when you have kids in the house, especially kids at a young, curious age, like when it comes to dry fire training? Um, is that something that you, you choose to do away from, you know, curious fingers and things like that? Or, or how do you handle that at your house? Well, it's not done like in the living room while everybody's around. (laughs) That's where I do it. That's why I'm asking. (laughs) I thought about it the other day. We're watching a long movie. I'm like, man, I wish I could dry fire a little right now, but (laughs) it's appropriate. Um, And so, yeah, it's just not as uh, well at the camp though. Sometimes when I used to be shooting three gun more and whatnot, when, when the off season and it's just like, you know, two or three people on the whole property, um, you know, I'll, I'll unload my carry gun and just, just dry fire practice as I walk from my house to the office or something like that. And, um, learned a lot, just, just the whole point shooting exercise and whatnot. And that, but that's cause I'm in a lot of freedom in a rural area. I can do that, but heck, I guess if you're in your house, you can do the same thing. Uh, my house just has little people running around in it. Uh, you know, you get to, uh, one of my favorite exercises is, uh, well, I switch carry guns frequently when I'm doing reviews and I really want to review them, you know, I want to get them dirty and see how they feel and all that stuff. And, uh, doing where, you know, pick a spot on a tree. Cause that's, you know, there's pine trees all around us. And so pick a spot, you know, start your drawing presentation, close the eyes and open and see where your natural point of aim is correct. And then just, you know, keep going that way. I think but, we've all seen what happens when you aim at a tree around your place. <laughs> they're just everywhere <laughs> uh and that actually i was going to ask you do you have like a mileage charge for top shot tree service like if i wanted to get a tree taken out of my yard and you what's the rate to come up to nebraska <laughs> I mean, it's getting pretty steep at that point uh, you know ammo charge uh, yeah that's it can get a little pricey um, Patriot out there wants me to ask you about axes and fighting shovels, and I'm not really sure. Okay. I, I either missed a comment or something. I'm not sure what he wants me to ask you about them, but I get it. Uh, have you? Okay, cool. Go ahead and answer then. <laughs> he's he's referring to yeah something that really follows me. Then um, uh, we throw about everything you can at uh, marksman camp and summer camp, and so we use the cold steel Norse tomahawk, and we use the special forces throwing shovel. 
Um, what I can tell you about, I mean, the cold steel Norse Hawk, we, we really like that and prefer it. It's got a wide blade. We take that stupid three millimeter set screw out and just throw it away, put the head in a vice, beat the mess out of the handle till it's just flush across the top, uh, because they'll, they'll just slide down without it. Uh, we cut the handles down to 18 inches and, uh, then that's, it, that, that's what we use for throwing because they're lightweight, well-balanced, good and sharp. These, the handles hold up well. They, um, they're American hickory handles, and we never double throw those. So, you know, one, if a ta- hawk sticks in a target, that's all you do. You know, you, you, you got to fetch it before you throw it. The shovels are a cool tool. They're nice and sharp. They are a little forgiving on distance because, you know, here's my phone then. You know, a, a, a tomahawk, you're only going to stick like this. A shovel, you can stick here, here, or here. And so rotation, it'll over-rotate and under-rotate, and you could still get a stick out of it. The problem with the shovels is uh, the release. They, uh, they like to stick in your hand with that ball at the end, as well as uh, uh, you got to lock your, your wrist. And, but those, those handles don't hold up as, as well. Just They're not like the hawk handles. I love carrying them in a vehicle, though, because you can dig and chop. And the shovels are sharp. Cool. I'm going to have to look into that. Uh, Travis, did you have something you wanted to jump in there? And oh, I got to take a quick phone call. So I want to let you know. I'll be right back in a minute. Oh, okay, cool. All right, cool. All right, I'll stand we'll move right along. Um, out here in the chat, I missed it. Uh, Midnight Range TM would like to uh, uh, get your your thoughts on this at GRPC. Uh, one of the speakers talked about the concept of allowing betting on shooting sports, which would bring a lot of attention. Could be a big promotion to professional shooting. Uh, what are your thoughts on the idea of allowing betting on shooting sports? Uh, that's new to me. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it, it, I don't know. We're going to put you on the spot here a couple times tonight. <laughs> it sounds kind of cool. I wonder if anyone was betting on me or Top Shot or just how many people were betting against me. That may hurt my feelings. But uh, <laughs> Best not to know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's legal as moral. Go for it. Go for it. There we go. There we go. All righty. Um, what other questions do we have? Um, I think we've pretty well covered. Oh, I've got a big one for you. We're going to kind of switch gears here a little bit. Um, and I'm going to put you on the spot for those of you who are watching or listening. I have not warned Dustin about any of the things that we're going to talk about tonight. So he was gracious enough to might have some connection issues here in a second. Uh Oh, (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll see if, if you start to fuzz out here a little bit. Um, No, this, this is probably something that has happened to you. Um, I'm just going to venture a guess that maybe it has. Um, So if it's happened to you, great. If it's never happened to you, then it's a, what would you, Um, what would you, or what do you say? to somebody when they um, when they want to know how, how you reconcile being a Christian and still being pro-gun, because there are a lot of people out there that think they are mutually exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, first, it's like, how do you not? Uh, <laughs> so I guess there's a, uh, you're just coming from stereotypes or, or something, and it, it, not really biblically based at times. Um, and so uh, you can go through a lot in the Bible where it talks about self-defense and even Jesus himself said, get a sword. You know, you don't need your jacket. You just get a sword. And he wasn't talking about cutting bread, uh, <laughs> and not being a doormat, but the same, you know, I guess where I struggle with it the most is as the founding fathers. And you're talking about going to war you know, against your own country in a revolution. It's like that. That's where, that's where the line gets hazy for me, but for uh, self-defense and whatnot, it's it's a no brainer that, that you you don't just, you know, let evil triumph. Well, and that's pretty much how I feel too. Um, But then again, there, as you know, there are a ton of people that don't, they don't see the world the same way that, that maybe you and I do, or that, most of us that are probably listening to this right now see the world. So um, what uh, what are you seeing um, just in, in your, I don't know, daily circles or, or the things that you do um, with any of the, you know, the, the fun stuff you get to do or appearances or anything like that? Um, what are you seeing as far as like just kind of general 
general mentality out there. Um, you get to travel a lot more of the country than I do. So as far as pro-gun, anti-gun, um, you know, if you listen to one news station, then, you know, they're, the, the world's about to, to implode and we're all going to shoot each other. And if you listen to the other station, we're all about to lose our rights and we're going to become, you know, Stalin's Russia. And I know that the truth is somewhere in the middle, but as far as, you know, kind of maybe having your finger on the pulse of, you know, different parts of the country a little bit, um, what do you think, what's it look like as far as our future as gun owners in America? Well, I think you're right where you said it seems just somewhere in the middle. But I, I guess in, in my circles where I'm going, you know, it's always just just good, you know, constitutional loving Americans everywhere I hang out with. But that's just those are the type of people that invite me places. So, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, but so it, it is encouraging just seeing, you know, great folks everywhere. So, so, and that's cool. I mean, I look at the stuff that's just happened recently, um, you know, out in California with, with the laws that just got signed into, uh, into law there. And I know there are a ton of people, some of them, uh, I haven't, I don't think I've seen them out in the chat, but one of our friends who's, who's in our panel quite often, uh, lives out in California and, uh, people ask him all the time, you know, why don't you get out of there? You, you know, it's, it's, you're fighting a losing battle and, I think he's got the right mentality. He he always says, if I don't stay and try and educate people and and try to fight for our rights, who's going to do it if we all leave? You know, California is not necessarily a lost cause the way that I think a lot of people think. And, and our country is not a lost cause the way that a lot of people, you know, spread the doom and gloom. So um, it's nice to hear that there are, there are a lot of like-minded individuals you know, all across the country. We just need to figure out a way to get all of us together, all of us on the same page, yeah. and, uh, you know, let let the rest of us know that we are all here. I mean, I think a lot of people maybe feel like we do and don't know what to do about it or don't know how to, how to go about finding other people. Maybe they live in an area where it's not cool. Um, it's not, hmm. maybe not even necessarily wise to, you know, to, to speak out and, and be counted among the, the pro-gun people. So I think if more people realize that there are so many of us and we all kind of feel the same way, I think that would go a long ways to, to maybe, you know, help and spread some, some pro second amendment uh, cheer, I guess you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest battle is just, it's just the media trying to oh, portray gosh, yeah. and tell their own agenda. And that's what everybody sees, hears and repeats. And, if we really had a well-rounded picture, it would look a lot better. Yeah, and that's that's what a lot of us, like I said, I don't I don't get to travel very far very often, and so to to be able to to have conversations with people who do actually um, go to different parts of the country, it's it's always nice just to be able to, I guess, kind of reaffirm what what I think or what I hope is the case that. You know, we're not we're not just an island out here in the in the middle of the country. I mean, yeah, we, we've got we've got patriots everywhere. And when I say patriots, I'm not talking about people that are praying for the boogaloo. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about people that are are going to do everything that we can to avoid um, it ever going that far uh, without at the same time without laying down and and you know rolling over, giving up our rights. So. Um, yeah. Any uh, out in the chat? I'm not really seeing any other questions for Dustin. Um, we've got uh, we've got a couple questions that uh, have been floating around the the crews here on on GunChannels.com. If Dustin, I don't know if you've ever been to GunChannels.com. Anybody that's watching this, if you've never been to GunChannels.com, you need to go check that place out. It's free to join, and we we've all kind of started calling it the water cooler of the two A community. Hmm. Um, there's a there's a 24 hour uh, just a lobby chat going on there. Um, you can actually post things to the main page, just kind of like on uh, um, Facebook or something like that. But you get to see you know everybody's posts there as they come through. What's cool is um, it doesn't matter what you like, whether you're into competition shooting, hunting, collecting, antiques, um, you know revolvers, black powder, smokeless powder, whatever you're into, 
whatever kind of gun you like, whatever kind of sport you are into with guns, whatever kind of hunting you like to do, there's somebody else out there that likes the things that you do and you can find people to talk to. Uh, gun channels is just a cool place that we can bring everybody together. Um, started here. What's it been five or six years ago now by, um, uh, we call him the, the godfather or the gun father, gun websites. But uh, G-Web started that up, again, as just a place to, to kind of bring everybody together. And most everybody that's that's out here in the chat, um, you know, we know each other from from our own live chats being out there. Um, you know, I see Ghost Tactical out there in the chat. And he does a weekly podcast, too, at 7 o'clock Central Time every, every Tuesday night, which I was listening to for a while. Um, and uh, that was a good one tonight. So go check out Ghost Tactical um, and uh, and see what's what's up with with this week's chat. With uh, I believe it was hold was it hold my guns. I think was the organization um, that Ghost had on. Um, Patriot would like to know the basic rates for camp and how long um, people stay there. If it's a week or a weekend or or whatever. Yeah, and it depends on uh, if you're talking summer camp, which is more of the church camp thing, but probably talking the marksman camps. Um, uh, so marksman camp is uh, 270 per participant. We can only do 12 participants at a time. So those spots can fill quickly. Uh, and so, you know, parents can join in, you know, and pay another participant fee, or they can just come and uh, guest spectate, you know, be their kids photographer and cheering section of, for, for no extra, uh, no extra charge there. And it is a sun. I mean, Saturday starts at lunch. We'll feed you and house you. And we have all the ammo and guns and equipment. You pretty much just show up, bring some bedding and you're good to go. And then we go through Sunday afternoon. And we pack it in like we do at summer camp. Uh, summer camp, we don't have any like real free time. It's just we just go, go, go from one activity to the next. And so we just keep that same format. We'll start at archery and just end up at, at the range on Saturday, do the night zip line. And then Sunday morning, we're at the range all morning to lunch. And then we do an afternoon gauntlet uh, challenge, uh, taking straight off the top shot where we have two. We'll have, you know, two stations. And I think it was. 15 stations that we go through, you know, starting to get a pop a bloom with an arrow and then a blow gun and then top, you get stick a tomahawk and a shovel and a knife and on and on and on. That sounds awesome. Now I kind of want to go check that out. So if anybody has kids that, uh, that we can maybe borrow for a weekend and take <laughs> marksmanship camp, I kind of want to see what this looks like. So <laughs> I'm willing to be your kid's photographer. If, if uh, we can get <laughs> <laughs> we can so, get together and make it down there. <laughs> and I do have a question. Since Texas is such a small state, where approximately in the state are you guys located? So people are kind of curious. Deep East is our our, our region. So, so we're talking Dallas Fort Worth area, or are we talking closer over by Louisiana border, or where you guys closer at? Closer to Louisiana, so like right between Beaumont and Tyler. Oh, okay, cool, cool, awesome. Yeah, we we make a big deal when somebody comes from out of state. We have people that fly in almost every camp, and yeah. uh, you know, so someone's from like a like Mississippi and stuff. Oh wow, that's cool. Someone comes in from El Paso. We're like, oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> you drove like sixteen hours. Yeah, you might want to just fly out of the state. You probably want to fly because that's. I've got family down in Texas, so I was just kind of curious. You know, I didn't know so. Well, it, it, I knew Texas was big, but I didn't, it, I never thought about it much until um, last spring, a little over, well, about a year and a half ago now, um, Travis and I drove down to Tulsa and met up with a bunch of other people from gun channels. Most of us have YouTube uh, channels of our own, and we all went to the Wanamaker gun show over there. And one of our, one of our friends, Matt from Never Enough Ammo lives in Brownsville. And I realized that he actually drove farther and crossed one state line. Then Travis and I drove and drove through, you know, half of Nebraska, all of Kansas, half of Oklahoma, just to get to Tulsa. And and Matt yeah. crossed one, you know, he crossed the Red River, but he still drove half again farther than we did just to get there. So yeah, I, I knew Texas was big, but I never paid much attention until I realized that Texas was far from. You must have like your own little airline shuttle service to take you from one part of the state to the other. You know, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, Okay, out there in the chat, Blitz would like to know um, what it, and you maybe kind of touched on this here a while ago, but we might not have had everybody in the chat yet. So, um, how did it feel being on a popular show and then dealing with the influx of offers? 
So oh. I don't know what kind of offers you've gotten, but I'm guessing that people want you to try their stuff all the time now. Um, well, when, you, uh, when he brings up offer, it makes me think right after Top Shot. And I actually had a guy from my church uh, who was a manager for some Christian music artists and stuff. He acted as my manager for the first few months. So that oh, helped wow. a lot. And it was a good filter. But he shared with me some of the ones that just to show me that he was doing his job. Uh, someone in Colorado wanted me to move out there and te te teach their ranch, you know, all firearms training and stuff like as a, you know, as a, as a job, um, it, you know, offering, you know, over a hundred thousand dollars a year to do that and stuff, but went to their website and checked them out. And, you know, it, it got some weird stuff like, like, uh, like the studies of unicorns as a breed and the, uh, um, the, uh, uh, they're, they're trying to bring them back in to existence and, you know, studies of horses on this planet and others. I'm like, okay, we got a little kooky here. Wow. <laughs> so, that so sounds like an e-Honda topic there, Sandhills. Yeah. I didn't realize that other than Narnia, that unicorns actually ever did exist and we needed to bring them back. <laughs> I mean, they're all over my little pony, but I've never seen one in real it's life true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I know. Some people don't live in the little place that we like to call reality. So... <laughs> It's, uh, that part's just humorous, but it's it's yeah. yeah I, I'm not that big a deal. I don't have to deal with that much. <laughs> That's what I keep saying too. But uh, but it is nice being able to uh, to have somebody who you know for for our little channel, Dustin. You're I mean, you just as well be you know Jerry Michalek. I mean, um, it's cool to have somebody that uh, that actually people recognize. It's it's nice to it's nice to have you take some time to to. Uh, hang out with us and i know that you know maybe you don't think you're all that big of a deal but i know you're busy so we just appreciate the time that that uh, you carved out for uh for us to to join us on the show tonight so um oh, yeah and and we're not going to take up a whole lot more of dustin's time tonight i don't want this to go into a two-hour long chat as cool as that would be um but uh, if anybody else has any questions that that they want to uh throw out there go ahead and uh, throw those throw those questions out in the chat, um, and uh, we will uh, we'll just start kind of working on on wrapping things up a little bit. But I started to uh, to say we've got a couple things that the Gun Channels crowd we we like to uh, we like to to chide each other and and rib each other quite a bit, and and we've had some discussions uh -oh. on other live chats um, that sometimes actually get kind of heated. Um, and it's, it's sometimes they get almost as bad as the, uh, the Colt versus Glock debate or the nine millimeter versus, you know, okay. 40 or, or whatever. Um, so a couple questions for you. Um, we'll start with the small one first sprinkles on donuts. Yes or no. Um, yeah, gosh, it, it's, <laughs> it's taking way too much thought for something so simple. <laughs> I, I, well, let me just give you, let me fill you in. Um, okay. Sprinkles are actually little sugary ants. Okay, I just put it right now. Oh, I, could, I, could, I could tell, I, I have an ant story. <laughs> and you guys have fire ants down there, so I know you don't like ants. I mean, so therefore, yeah. sprinkles are no, just see, a... Yeah. Camp is blessed. We only have sugar ants, but we have them in abundance. Yeah. And so so they don't, we tell the kids they're just tickle ants. They don't, they don't, they don't really bite, but they'll get all over you. And so I literally, I, I've seen them attack fire ants and stuff. But Whoa. one night, yeah, yeah. So, so we don't have fire ants at camp because we've had fire ants like hatch out of the ground, you know, and sugar ants attack and kill. And so we have none. But one day we were doing a, uh, helping with a ministry called Power Team. And, uh, they, you know, they go in, and so we were their setup crew and we were just doggone tired and hungry. There was a leftover little Caesars pizza in the van. Well, when you park any vehicle at camp, the ants move in and the ants will stay in your vehicles. And it's really bad if they like ever make a nest in your air conditioning vents and they'll blow out like in your face and stuff and eggs and all. at least they don't bite. Right. And so we get hungry. You know, it was like 11 o'clock at night and we're like, oh, there's that pizza in the van. We're eating that pizza in the van. Like three or four of us, we can get in the van, turn the lights on, open up pizza covered with sugar ants, just completely. But they kind of melted into the cheese. And so we're like, <laughs> we're so hungry. We're just like, turn the lights off. 
<laughs> Give me a slice. We ate your protein. protein. Your protein. See, <laughs> I think you're going to eat the sprinkles. That's why you guys won't actually have sprinkles down there. So Yeah, yeah. So I guess I can do sprinkles or no sprinkles. It's all good. <laughs> okay, well, okay. That brings us to the big question now. And this one has actually, I think, cost a couple friendships. So I'm going to warn you ahead of time. Take all the time you need. Take all the time you need to answer this one. So how is, long I took just on sprinkles, so. <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? A sandwich? Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> hot dog in a bun, would you consider that a sandwich? And this, you think before you answer this question, because it has cost marriages, so. <laughs> Man, you know, I just try to, I try my hardest to have the camp cook, at least get real links instead of hot dogs. And then I don't care what you call it, because at least it's more of a food. There's uh, more, more meat than nitrate. Yeah, it, yeah, I guess I'm more concerned if, if, if a hot dog is actually a meat. Bologna and hot dogs on some level share the same ingredients, so you, right. you know. And, I, I say it. I personally say it is, but I, it's just because when people say, "Well, yeah, but the bun isn't split." Well, not every sandwich has the bun attached either, or does have the bun attached. So you know, if it, if 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 it was if the bun was sideways instead of vertical, I'd think it'd be more like a sandwich. But being that you know, it, it's kind of up. In the hot dog legs in between. I, I, I've never thought of it as a sandwich. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll let you we'll let you just go with that. We won't put you too far on the spot there. Um, <laughs> All right, so I, I guess I've, I've got a question I got to ask here. Are you fired all these fancy guns? Um, the high point E cannon, yes or no? I have not. Gosh, the only high point I've ever fired right after I shot it, or uh, it, it blew up in my friend's hand. So his finger oh was off. Yeah, his finger is off the trigger because malfunction. You know, you look over and say, "Well, what's your issue?" And and he's guys like, well, "It didn't go into boom." And it blew in pieces. Oh, wow. wow. And so High Point replaced it for free, and then he promptly sold it to get something else. (laughs) Was it a High Point or was it a Jimenez? I guess that's that's the question. It wasn't Jimenez Arms, Jane. It was a High Point? It was a High High Point. It was a High Point. Okay, okay. I guess I've never heard of him blowing up, but uh, anything's possible. It could have been it. It could have been an ammo issue. He said, you know, he had a small house fire, and the ammo was in the house. And so overheated. It it, it, it was a weird one. It was a weird one. So, All right. I haven't so, me again. so I've got a couple other questions that we'll end with a couple fun things here for things that you actually will know answers to that you've probably thought about. Um, when it comes to uh, whether it's top shot or, or before or since um, what's the, what's the firearm that you have had the most fun being able to fire? Gotcha. Ah, man. Okay. So before Top Shot, my firearms experience was pretty limited to my limited budget. Um, Yeah. Being on Top Shot, I was like, oh, wow. Like the first thing we shot after the Smith & Wesson 500 was the LaRue OBR. And that and the Volkortsen Custom 22 rifles, they, they both... Volkortsen and, and LaRue both sent me. I have one of the OBRs from the show. And and then uh, Scott Volkortsen hooked us up at Marksman Camp to have two uh, that I fluted to, to let the kids duel with and whatnot. Um, and so it, those are my two favorites. Uh, I've taken the LaRue BR 16-inch barrel out to 1,200 yards for a 308 gas gun. Wow. And so I, I, I love that gun. And... Uh, yeah, that, that is, is still one of my favorites. That's cool. I I keep telling my wife that uh, she needs to hook me up. She used to live in Carroll, Iowa, and and knows, or at least at the time knew the the Volkortsens. And so um, I keep telling her she needs to make some calls and, and hook me up for at least a tour. I don't know that I'll ever be able to buy anything from there, but I would love to go take a tour and and uh, get some stuff on video, whatever is at least permissible to to be on video and. And uh, post that up on the channel would be cool. Um, Some type not not stuff there. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, All right, cool. Well, we will um, we will start signing off Um, real quick here. We will let uh, we'll let you just kind of recap the things that uh, the things that you're still doing and 
the camps that you're part of, Dustin, and anything else that you want to mention that you're part of to, to try and draw some attention to them. Um, go ahead and run back through that list, if you would, for us real quick. Yeah, my intro is kind of weak. Sorry, but yeah. So, <laughs> I um, pull it up on the website and just read it off of here. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I write the website stuff sometimes, so that's not good either. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. If, if, well, if you're, if you're local-ish, you know, a summer kids camp would be Camp His Way. And so that's like traditional church camp, you know, for kids ages 6 through 12. Uh, we'll have 11 weeks uh, of, of, of summer, you know, pretty much when the kids are out of school, we're doing camp. But then in the off season, we do uh, several marksmanship camps. And so that's marksmancamp.com uh, for kids ages 9 to 14 is one session. And then 14 and up is another just because there's a big skill level difference between you know, right around 14 years old. And so um, the marksmancamp.com will get you there. I'm uh, doing a lot of YouTube stuff stuff lately yeah, I, I guess you shoot down a tree your channel grows so i would have done it earlier i guess and um you just type in dustin ellerman on on youtube the channel name is like happy camper 777 from like when i was like 13 years old or something but uh so uh, we, we do fun stuff there reviews and whatnot but then i'm also the shooting editor for texas fishing game magazine you can find that at fishgame.com or just go to topshotdustin.com and it's all sort of outline there facebook i'm real active on facebook instagram a little bit twitter i don't do twitter no but i have it <laughs> so, that, right. that, that, and that, i am actually that, throwing some links out here in the chat too uh cool. just so people can find all those things um, and i'm looking at an ovr right now <laughs> awesome. where can and i finance one of these things <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they got the Predator and then the OBR. Oh and then yeah, they got the interesting naming system on the rifles. Yeah, the Surge. I okay, so I saw that at Shot Show, and I'm like, okay, that's ugly. I don't like it. And then I, I actually, yeah, well, I got the videos on YouTube. We, which did a, an attempted meltdown with a thousand rounds, just nonstop. Just it, it, we had 50, 20 round mags. We just went through them on a full auto. And I would wet the gas tube just because we didn't want the gas tube to fail. We wanted to see what the suppressor would do. And this thing got actually quieter at the end. And it was the barrel was keyholing though. It was so hot, red hot. We had rounds cook off, and they were hitting the target twenty you know yards down range sideways. The bullets were hitting sideways. We let it cool for like twenty minutes, and then we shot a tighter group sub one inch than than we had started with. It was like well, it was like it was close to a three quarter inch. I can't remember. It was like point nine or below. And uh, I was like, after that, and no blowback on full auto with a suppressed rifle. I, I fell in love with that. So. I got. I got to get me one of them. But <laughs> that's awesome. That'll be a new primary. That's that's very cool. All right, so go check out camphisway.com, marksmancamp.com, topshotdustin.com. Uh, if you want to support um, Dustin in any way financially, then send that uh, to paypal.me/sandhillshooter, and I will get that over to Dustin. Um, just because we don't want the, the uh, super chats to. You know, we, we get about half of that, and it won't happen until sometime next year at the rate that we're getting money from, from Google. So um, so we can we can pass that along. Or if you want to, you know, send things directly, then you can contact Dustin at those websites and uh, find out ways to send it directly to him, too. Whatever works. But we do appreciate the support. Hey, Skip's out there. She joined us. Um, welcome. We're about done, Skip. But uh, welcome for, for joining us out there. Travis, do you have anything that you want to uh, wrap up with or, or any last uh, any last questions or comments for Dustin? No, just Dustin, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. It's great to get to meet you, and, and I'm pretty sure I watched you back in season two or, no, season three. Um, I've been a big fan of that show. It's it's awesome to get to know you, and, and that's it. So appreciate the invite. Thank you. Hey, thank you. All right. Are you, um, again, put you on the spot a little bit, are you going to be able to make it to D.C. on November 2nd to the Big Rally? Hell, I'm not going to make make that one. Okay. But, yeah, I'll be watching. We we do want to bring attention to that. So uh, if you can get to the U.S. Capitol building on November 2nd, then uh, I think it's a couple hours in the afternoon. There will be a pro to a rally. Uh, check local laws. You cannot go armed. Um, but uh, if you can make it to, to D.C., um, 
do so. If you can't make it, then help us spread the word to those who can. We want this to be a huge thing. We want to show America that we care and that we're not going to let our freedoms go. So check that out as well. Uh, real quick here in the chat, uh, and I will just go in reverse order since we had Skip joining us uh, here towards the end. So we had Skip's Tactical Solutions. We had Dead Horse, Gabe Stark, Calaveras 32 Special, the uh, our California buddy that we were talking about did join us. Uh, Ghost Tactical, Midnight Range TM, Vanessa Kitty, Blue Steel 44, Idaho Rogers USMC, Mike, 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 Mike. You know what day tomorrow is, Mike? Uh, tacos and French fries, John Z, Dangerous Freedom, 10X Shooters, Patriot in the Dark, Travis P11 doing double duty, General Relativity, Ozzy Osbourne, New York Outcast, Seven Wonders, Jay Brown, Blitz, Gun Loving Grandpa, and Mr. Pearl Necklaces. All righty. And of course, we had uh, Sandhill Sweetheart uh, helping uh, run the, the side chat there, the YouTube chat there. Uh, making sure that I didn't miss any questions. So I appreciate um, all of her help on all of these chats. These things don't go well on the night that she's not able to uh, sit over here on the other side of the room with me. So uh, for Travis P11, for Dustin Ellerman, Top Shot Season 3 winner, uh, this has been the Get Off My Lawn podcast. This is Episode 3 since we changed the name of the podcast. You can find us here most every Tuesday night, 9 o'clock Central Time. Um, if you're catching this on the replay, please go and check out the channel. Subscribe if you have not yet and uh, help spread the word. Feel free to share the heck out of this chat. Um, if you made comments on the in the uh, YouTube chat, thank you for letting us know you were here. If you uh, want to make a comment down below if you're watching on replay, go ahead and do that and just mash that thumb up button. Let YouTube know that you care about chats like this one really helps us a lot as far as being able to be found in search results, things like that too. So uh, we were, again, hosted by GunTube.org on the GunTube chamber. We did finally get that going. So uh, we, uh, we appreciate all of you. We could not do this without all of you. Uh, if you want to go check us out on patreon.com, go ahead and do that. If you want to subscribe to us on gunstreamer.com, go there. If you're on Facebook, facebook.com slash sandhillshooter. We're not hard to find. It's the same channel name no matter where we go. So uh, thank you very much, all of you, for joining us. We do love you, and don't forget to get off my lawn. Bye, Felicia.